inspire. Thanks for joining us on this first episode. This is uh, Relentless. We're doing a weekly podcast. It's inspiration to sort of help you kick ass and keep going and um, move along on your journey through entrepreneurship, NFTs, whatever it is that you're up to. And Jack, Skull Kid, Skullverse, he is one of the most motivating, inspirational people I have come across. And I've been doing this for a long time, like entrepreneurship, helping people build their businesses. So really stoked to, to be doing this show with him and um, yeah, just help you guys along on your journey. Yes. Uh, thank you for that nice intro, Jeff. Yes. Uh, we, we linked up a couple weeks ago, weeks ago, months ago, that the concept of time in this space just goes right over my head. Sometimes it's just so fast, but, uh, Jeff and I had linked up and, uh, we just immediately, we just got the program with each other. We just understood what, uh, we, we were just on the same wavelength. So, uh, we, we kind of came up with this idea because uh, even just what we were talking about before we, we, we came into the space, it's just like there are so many great entrepreneurial things that like you don't necessarily have to uh, you don't have to have it all together to to uh, go out and, ch- and chase your dreams and chase yourself. And like, you know, sometimes it's OK, you fail and sometimes it's OK, you don't know and you don't have the answers. And uh, I just figured that. Um, you know, I, every time, every time I speak, uh, and, 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 you know, to share my insight, like people really, really love it. So, uh, yeah, so that's why we're kind of doing this is this is just kind of a starter for, sorry, I keep looking down cause I look at the phone to check like who's there. So no, it's but, perfect. I are where we're on the webcam right now because we're going to be, uh, turning this into like a video or what, or Jeff is, you know, he's the, he's the, <laughs> the, the, the tech guy. So, but yeah, so everyone uh, knows just if, if you ever miss a, miss an episode, it will be on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Jeff Saris. It's relentless as a video version. And um, like Jack's saying, like we are just figuring this out as we go. Like this is the first episode. It's sort of we're putting it together and um, he'll explain a little bit more. But um, yeah, there's there's always more more coming. So I'm excited for all this. Yeah, absolutely. And before we really dive in, um, there's nothing today specifically that we're going to really, really dive into. But uh, just better get acquainted with what we plan on doing and just like just basic kind of stuff. But um, we'll just wait. I see a bunch of people are pouring in now and uh, we'll just progressively go, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, so I mean, okay, thank you for posting in Discord, getting everybody ping. And I literally was about to do that. And I saw you did that. You're fucking great. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, Jack, what were you telling me right before we jumped on? Like that story you were telling me, I think is the perfect encapsulation of what we're doing here, where we're at, where we're at exactly today. Yeah. So all week, so I'm I'm very very busy right now, just with with so many different things, with uh, Skull Kids Utility, uh, just tying everything together, War Kids. Uh, this these last couple of days, uh, I had to I had to watch somebody's dog, so I, I I had been doing that, and I was just so busy, and I've been getting back in the gym, I've been eating healthy, I've been working out, I've been meal prepping, I've been you know, I've been doing a lot. I've been doing a lot and it's fucking exhausting. Right. And I, I just know you just got to keep grinding and grinding. And, um, Jeff and I finally, you know, uh, we, we came together and we were like, yo, like, let's, uh, let's do the podcast. Let's t- we, a couple months ago. We we're like, let's touch down mid November and let's start the podcast. So, um, when the time came, I was like, oh fuck, like I'm so busy, but it is something that like, I need to, 
Like, I, I, I love speaking. I, I love talking to people. I come from a background in sales, so, like, I'm so big into just human interaction, real interaction, and just getting to know people. So um, that date crept up, and we were like, okay, so, like, let's do it. So we, we set a date, uh, which was today, and this last week, I was just, like, I was in the gym. I was drawing. I'm, I'm working. I'm doing my own stuff. And I kept thinking, I'm like, fuck, like, this is one more thing. Like, what am I going to say? What am I even going to do? What am I even going to say to these people? Like, how do I start this motivational thing? Like, I, you know, sometimes I always have something prepped. I, I, I share the same story over and over that, like, it, it's easy uh, to, to get motivated from that story. But a lot of you know that story. So how do I how do I keep the progression? So um, I'm not going to give her name. I might accidentally say her name every now and then in the space. But the, the lady that I learned everything from when I was just a kid and uh just stuck with her for 10 years. She, she teaches, she taught me this little trick, um, that, uh, stuck with me really well. So basically what happened was, is we were going to a $6 million closing and it was like a huge closing and I'm an information guy. So like I constantly need to absorb information. I constantly need to read about things. I like to learn. And like, it's not necessarily that like, I, uh, I just want to know, I, I just like to know just before I get involved in something or anything. And just so in, in sales, you know, a rebuttal, just in case somebody says something to me, I don't have to be like, Oh, uh, hang on, let me check it. So I didn't realize that this was the official closing. I thought that we were showing the, the house one, one last time, uh, to the buyers. And Kim went in there with a the briefcase and like a stack of papers. Oh, look, I already said her name. I'm such a piece of shit. To do that. Whatever you guys, you don't even know her last name, but so we would go in with this giant stack of papers and I kind of like my eyes widened and I was like, Hey, uh, like are like, what is in that? Like you, you're trying, you're training me. You're showing me how to be a, a multi-million dollar real estate agent. Please let me know what's in these very important papers that these people are going to decide, you know, their, their mortgage for the next 30 years, how it's going to work, how the deal's going to work. And she, she looked at me and she was like, no, don't, you don't fucking worry about that. They're here to sign. You can learn it later. You can learn it later. You can perfect it later. Right now, they want to buy this house and it's hot, so they're going to sign. So I don't even know what's in these documents, really. I'm just here to sell. I'm just I'm just the car that drives it. And, like, they want to sell, I'm going to sell it to them. So then that, although it's a little unprofessional, but the, the, the moral of that story was that it's like sometimes you don't really have to you, – you, to have it, all it takes is the, the step forward. All it takes is the dream. All it takes is like the the incentive, the initiative. For example, I've been eating and and not working out, and I've been I've been acting like a piece of shit this entire quarantine. And I used to be I used to uh, work out. I used to box. I used to do so much stuff, and I, I'm finally getting back into it. But it just took the first step for me to do it, and it was like a painful first step too. But I don't. I'm I've never lifted weights in my life. I've always been a cardio guy. I've never really done anything crazy and. But I got into the gym and I just started. I don't know anything about it. I probably look stupid. I probably look stupid with what I'm trying to do. But I sit down. I'm slowly learning. Like today, I, I worked out my back. And like I just – I in the gym, sitting in the gym, looking up YouTube, how to lift, how to do this, how to do whatever. And I'm just going it, to – it's a matter of just getting out there and taking that first step. Doesn't matter what's in the documents. Doesn't matter. Like you'll, you're going to learn it as you go. The most important thing that you can do is to just get started. Is to just get started. And that's what Jeff and I are kind of doing right now. Like we're, it's so sincere and it's so true that it's like I, I we had nothing prepared. And, you know, in the future, we're definitely going to have some things prepared. But we're going for a very organic approach to this because, like, we're fucking human beings, too. Like we're not these 
I, I, you know, if you guys follow me, you know how big I am on doxing, on showing your face and being a fucking real person. And like, uh, we're just, we're just going for it. We're just going to be real. We're just going to, we're going to talk about just being an entrepreneur, uh, business perspective, uh, some, and just what I was saying, like, you know, just, just get out there and you got to try it. You just got to try it. Um, yeah, for sure. And then this show, so I have a show called starting now and it's all about getting started and getting rolling on your big idea, big idea. And, um, sort of the, it's the entrepreneurial journey. So it's the NFT origin stories right now. It's all NFTs. It started as all entrepreneurship because that's the space that I come from. But this, the most important part, that first step is the most important, important part is getting started because so many people just talk about it and think about it and like ponder like, Oh, this would be awesome if we do this. Or like, I really hope one day I can X. But until you get started and actually put in the work to to even see if you like doing what you're doing, yep. it's it's so hard to to even know like if you're on the path that you want to be on. So like this feels like the perfect companion type show for us to do because with starting out, it's all the getting started and like like just getting rolling. But then with this, it's even more about like kicking ass over time. Like how do you keep going? Because that is the next most important step. Like just starting is one thing. Yep. Yeah. And with anything, yeah, that, that's the next important thing. Yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah. That's great. And along those lines, like things are going to be a little messy with this. Like right now, on there's gonna be a video that goes with this. Jack is completely frozen. I see I see him on my little <laughs> iPad here on the secondary screen, but it's just gonna be how it is. It's just how it goes, it's how we work through everything. We figure it out as we go. And yeah, things will be better each week and improve. But but this is what it takes to build something and especially build something that's lasting. You don't know what you don't know until you start. Here's a, yeah, here's another little secret. So with Skull Kids, when I first started, as you all know, I, I, I came from drawing, you know, dicks and stuff first. But like, as I got into Skull Kids, I, I developed like the utility as I went. I like had no idea what the plan or roadmap. People were like, you need a roadmap. I'm like, the fuck's a roadmap? Like, so then it's like you just kind of, if you don't take the first step, there's just no other steps. There's no, there's no staircase. You're just not going anywhere. So it's like, you have to just take the initiative and kind of just like bite it by the throat and just go for it. Get a little messy. It's always going to be messy getting started. So, um, yeah. So we're, we're very, uh, we're hyped about it. I don't know. We talk all week about just different things and crazy things. And it's just, uh, this is just a matter of time. So, um, I see more people came in. Thank you guys for, for coming. Um, yeah. So, uh, what else? What else we got today? For <laughs> yeah. So um, obviously everyone's here. Not everyone's here, but a lot of people are here because they want to get that PO app later. Right. We are going to mention um, how to find it. Um, right now, if you don't know what a PO app is or really how to get it, I have a quick uh, site that I just threw together. It's rips.co, R-Y-P-S dot C-O. It'll make sense why it's called rips later. There's uh, more to it, but... Um, if you go to ryps.co, if you don't know how to claim a PO app, you can go there. There's a little screenshot walking you through it. It shows a secret code. That secret code is not the secret code that we're using today, but um, you'll get the gist of sort of what a PO app is and where you're at and um, how you can claim that when it comes down to it. But yeah, so we're going to be doing this show every week, like uh, like we mentioned, but we wanted to start and just sort of get to know who we are, like help you get to know who we are if you don't already know us. And um like just for me, like I'm an entrepreneur, been so for like 11, 12 years now and uh, full time just helping people build their own businesses. I run an ultra lean, minimalist branding agency. It's me and my business partner. We do absolutely everything in-house. 
We have never really brought anyone in. We've tried contracting out, but the problem with that is you, no one is ever as invested in your business as you are. So it's really hard to find people that you really mesh with and people who are going to uphold the standards that you have for yourself and for your business. So basically since day one, we've been doing everything on our own. And that means we, we can only scale so much. But at the same time, if you know where you want to be and what scale you want to be at, you can do everything in-house if it fits. And sort of for us, we have, we've carved out our path, our, our journey with entrepreneurs who are looking to build profitable businesses. So the most recognized brand that we've sort of helped grow is called The Minimalists. And it's theminimalists.com. And we met them when their site was two weeks old. And we've helped them along the way build their platform, build a business, like a really successful, thriving brand and business that then they were able to hire people and do all of these things because of the groundwork they've laid out for the last 10 plus years. So we've, over the years, we ended up doing a documentary with them. It's on Netflix. It's called Minimalism. And we're just, we're just there to help people grow. And this is, so this is what I do. This is why I love doing the podcast and doing this one, because Anything that any questions, which are going to open up questions later for our uh, community milk segment, you could say, where people can jump in and ask any questions you may have and, um, yeah, do our best to answer and help you along your journey wherever you are and wherever you want to go. And really combined, I think Jack and I have the experience where um, we can really help you get from A to B, basically, no matter what what you're going for. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, just... Briefly to touch down on, on, I guess, my background. Um, so I, I was a salesperson uh, for about 10 years, um, and I just got super lucky, always in the right place at the right time. Um, so that's also an element to it as well. But I think we are the we are the drivers of that luck. I truly think that we can manifest that. So my, my, uh, my side of this is a little bit less technical, and it's a lot more um, just how to rewire yourself to become the, the captain of your own life. And uh, I've just done it so many times in my life. So I, 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 like I said, I was a salesperson for 10 years, but I also struggle with uh, ADHD. I struggle with depression. I struggle with a lot of just different things that everybody does. You know, it's nothing crazy or nothing weird, but I, the reason I say that is because I can be manic at times. And there are times in my life where I've had it all and I've had nothing several times and I'm only 28 years old. And that to me, I, I know that I have the power no matter what to manifest whatever I need to get myself out of a bad situation. So learning, learning that over the years, I've been able to really perfect this, uh, this skill set and just like really just turn anything like into gold, like lemons into gold, like anything like, uh, it, it's just a matter of, well, we'll, we'll get to all that, but it's, um, so I, yeah, I sold real estate for about, uh, I'll say about like seven years, I sold solar panels for a couple of years, but I got into real estate in the Hamptons. It's where I'm from. I'm from New York, Long Island, uh, the East End. And uh, I just learned from some phenomenal people, uh, just sale tactics, how to, how, how to uh, just really, really, really um, just go for your dreams. They're the only person that stops you is you. And the only person that won't show up is you. So like, it's not hard to show up. That's basically all you have to do is show up. And, um, well, that's the first step amongst many, but that is a big step. That's one of the hardest things to do for the average person. Um, 
especially in, in, the, in this uh, day and age right now, you know, it's sometimes easy to just get in your bag and just get a little tired and get a little sad and just not want to, you know, push forward for, for certain things. So um, that's kind of why uh, our POAP, this the uh the the relentless fighter mickey he's he's the number one we'll probably be doing like different fighters for each series i'll draw one every week but uh mickey that that fighter um i drew him in mind i had to draw it a couple times i was a little uh i was a little lost this week like trying to figure out how to draw what so um when we when i started developing mickey i was thinking of just like so I, I used to box a good amount. Um, a lot of my friends, they is uh, jujitsu, boxing, just like we're, we're just a little scrappy group of guys, and uh, we just always have been. And uh, none of us are really like we're not huge. We don't lift weights, but like you know, if if we just don't, I, I don't want to sound like a psycho, but when you know the bar fights or anything crazy that happens, it's just like we don't like. I don't care. I don't care where you're from. I don't care what you do. I don't care how big you are. I'm. You might kill me, but I'm at least taking your ear with me. Like I'm not going down without a fucking fight. And it's like that's the way uh, you have to carry just your, yourself everywhere you go. And like it doesn't have to be like an aggressive bad thing, but just like be prepared to get your fucking ass whooped and like get up again. And like so that's I drew that in mind, that fighter, just a bare knuckle boxer that just looks like he got the shit kicked out of him, right? And it's like, but he's you back up. You're still going to swing. You're still going to fight. And like that is such a big aspect of um of just moving forward with just everything in your life it's like you know i guess that's why they kind of say roll with the punches right like i i i, I didn't even I, I didn't even piece two and two together that those with that that's why they say that but it's true it's like you know i come from a very uh kind of a shitty kind of home situation with my family it's just like this long crazy story and like i just for years just got my ass whooped just left and right constantly and like by the time i was 18 19 years old I had got my ass whooped so much my entire life that, like, I had lived, like, a 40-year span of, like, uh, wisdom in a way because, like, I just got my ass kicked so much because I made mistakes, because I got messy. But I never let it fucking de defeat me. Like, I, I just always, like, it doesn't matter. Like, failure is such a beautiful thing. It's such a pain is such a beautiful fucking thing because, like, we heal from it. It may take a while. Um... But you never 100% fully heal, heal from it, right? You always get scars. You might look a little fucked up. I got I got a huge scar on my lip right here. I got a scar. I got stabbed at the pen one time in seventh grade. I have a huge scar right here. I don't know which hand. It's on this. It's on this arm. Um, but it's just like you're going to be left a little reminder of what it was like to feel that pain, what it was like in that suck pile. Like I remember when I was like 15, 16 years old, I was like homeless. And I used to sleep on a pile of clothes in my friend's basement. And like... I used to have to commute 45 minutes every morning to get to school, and I would have to take a public bus at, like, 4 in the morning at 15 years old. It was freezing in New York, 4 a.m. It's still fucking dark out. It's a three-hour bus ride just to get around the loop to get to school, but I did it, and I didn't realize how hard it was, like, when I was doing it. But on the other side of it, by the time I was, like, ready to get into, like, the workforce or start my own business or just I knew what cold felt like. I knew what hungry felt like. I knew what the scars, what each scar, what, what, it, what that feeling, that anxiety, I wanted to puke on that bus. I didn't have parents to help me out. I didn't have things. So what am I going to do? 
Am I going to sink or am I going to fucking swim? Am I going to get back up? Am I going to kick the shit out of whatever's in front of me? Yeah, because I'm not going to go down like that. And I don't know, and not everybody's built that way, but it's like you have to start building yourself that way. You, you just got to roll with the fucking punches because what happens is it's like you get a little callous in a great way because like life throws so much shit at me and I've been so blessed just with, with that's why I've been able to get to the, where I am is because I, I've been able to just be resilient and just press through. And uh, I, I, I just, I just, pain is a good thing and you got to feel it sometimes. So it's like, that's the big biggest fear, right? Of people not wanting to take the first step is pain. It's like, fuck, I don't want to, uh, I already know I'm not going to go to the gym more than one time this week. Uh, so why even bother going once? Well, it's better than no times. You went one time, right? So it's like, it's that same kind of, you, you're, you're anticipating the, oh, I don't want to have this conversation with this person. I'm so annoyed with them. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with the baggage of that. I don't want to tell people, I don't want to share. But then it, it's just inside of you. Like, it, it's like, you have to um, like embrace that, embrace that. Cause you just grow so much. There's so much growth in, uh, and just feeling a little uncomfortable sometimes. And um, so I'm just, a, I'm, I'm a big believer on that. I, I, I don't even know where we started. I just kind of, that's what happens is I go on these fucking tangents. <laughs> no, it's perfect. That, that's what this entire show is going to be. It's just, it's basically just riding with those tangents in short bursts. And like I said, I'm ADHD. And like, I don't even know what I just said. <laughs> like you, you get like, you can try to like a million bucks. Tell me to read back what I just said to you. Couldn't do it. So, um. So no, but that's, that's perfect. That's so perfect. Like, and it's sort of a stoic perspective because like nothing really matters in the end. Like, like we are all going to die. Like memento mori means a lot to me. It's something that's so important that, that the perspective that one day you will die, because what are we doing right now? What do we, where do we want to be maybe in the future? But also are we doing and living in a way right now that we want? Because there is a limited amount of time. None of us know, like, a bus could come tomorrow and again, any of us. And yeah, you have no idea what's in store. So, so making, creating the life that you want is so important and something that I believe in so deeply that when I see people who aren't happy or just in a spot that they really want to get out of, I just want to do everything I can to help because it's, it's doable. Like we have much more agency than we know, like than we sort of, we've been told over the years, like we we're in so much more control of our journey than um, we may believe. Absolutely. And so that is Paul and I, um, if you, you guys will probably hear that name come up a few times. Uh, he's a great friend of mine. He's in, he's a moderator, of my discord, he has his own project. We've been friends for a very long time for like I, my entire life basically. And, um, we were we we play Overwatch every day, and uh, we were we were playing Overwatch, and we always, you know we're talking about projects, and we talk about NFTs on that, and and um, he was saying, uh, well, I just lost the thought. Uh, what were we just talking about before this? We had just like stoicism, momentum, more. You're gonna die one day. Oh, um, nope, gone. Good. <laughs> uh, well, Paul's was- awesome. Paul has a great photography nft collection like it is beautiful yeah he's he's super creative that guy fuck i can't believe i forgot what we were talking about he said uh hang on it'll come to me it'll probably come to me in like five minutes from now when i'm in the middle of something (laughs) that's uh dude my brain's like a carousel it's it's psychotic in here but it's it'll it's worth it's like a superpower but um 
Well, yeah, it's so in this space, it's amazing. Like what you've done, what your like how your brain works, honestly, and how you approach things is phenomenal because you have been grinding for months. What month did you start again as Dickers? I, I st- uh, probably like mid-April and Paul yeah. was, the, he's who we were talking about before he get he got me into the space and April. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And um, for anyone who doesn't know already, Jack started as Dickers. People still call him Dickers to this day. Uh, maybe yeah. tell a little bit about that story just uh, just for people to sort of get to know you a little more in this space who maybe are listening later. <laughs> right. So I uh, just briefly, I there there's a side to me that like I I love comedy. I just love making people laugh. Like I love and like my sense of humor is like so dark and so raunchy, and there's no limits to it. And like I just uh, so I I um. I try, I, I grew up watching like disgusting cartoons, you know, like Ren and Stimpy, Kyle and Chicken, like all these like weird like cartoons that weren't like really meant for kids, but they were. And then, you know, that evolved into South Park and so on and so forth. And I would just always laugh so hard when you'd see like a penis, you know, like there's, it's just, I don't care who you are. They're funny. They're, they're fucking hysterical. So, um, Throughout school, uh, and I was always an artist, you know, I, I just never really pursued it full time until now. Um, but so I would always like doodle and draw like silly shit for my friends. And uh, I, w- I would draw dicks, you know, I saw Superbad when that came out. I was probably in ninth grade, eighth grade when Superbad came out. So that movie was like fucking monumental. And like, <laughs> so, and I'm very inspired just by music, cinema, like it's just such an art style. So it, um I remember seeing that scene where he's drawing the dicks with his friends and like, we just couldn't breathe from laughing because it's just so <laughs> much so stupid. So, um, I had always drawn like dicks like before that, but that movie really just kind of set it off. So I would draw pop culture characters as penises or like, you know, famous Michelangelo paintings as penises. And, um, I would, uh, you know, just, just to get a good chuckle. So eventually what that evolved into, and keep in mind in the story, I haven't shared it just to protect him, but fuck him. So, uh, my dad was the health teacher at that high school at the time. He was the fucking health teacher. And like, my dad has like a really funny sense of humor too. So like <laughs> I would, he would encourage me. Like, so I would draw, you know, like he would, he would know, uh, I, I was graffitiing all wieners in the bathroom and stuff. <laughs> and, like, crazy shit. and like my dad, when I would get home, he'd be like, did you draw that giant dick in the bathroom today? Like all the teachers were laughing about it. Like, except for, except for like the principal, he didn't think it was funny. They're going to have a meeting on it on Monday. And I was like, no, fucking <laughs> so then, um, that just evolved into just, Oh, I became like the dick guy. So like, no matter what, like I would just graffiti penises everywhere. And then they would call me the penis bandit. So, uh, it, it, I, I remained anonymous for a little while, you know, drawing it. And, um, so that was, that was my first project. So Paul called me, he was like, dude, like NFTs, blah, 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 cryptocurrency. I knew shit. I knew nothing. I didn't know anything about cryptocurrency. I didn't know anything about um, any of that. So I kept telling him, no, I'm like, no way, dude. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, I have no idea. Like, I, I just no. I've done. I've tried pyramid schemes before. I'm not doing it. Like, <laughs> truly uneducated. And then uh, he was like, no, trust me. Get on Twitter and do the dicks. Bring the dicks back. So I was like, no, dude, no, dude. And then another two weeks went by and I drew Pikachu as a dick. And I was like all right, like, let me see, like, what's the worst that happened? They tell me no. And like, so I go on Twitter and I draw, I I draw Pikachu as a dick. And like the shock value of it was just so disgusting. And like, everybody was like, you're a great artist, but I don't want that. So, uh, (laughs) so that was my first project. And then I eventually branched out to Skull Kids. And now here we are building an entire, um, 
platform, I guess, like we're, we're building something really big. So, um, yeah. And I want to talk a little bit about like, just how, what your hours have been like, what was a typical day? Because it's that grind. Like you, you are the epitome of being relentless. Like what kind of days were you putting in up until like straight until today, honestly? Yeah. So, uh, so the timeline for that was, I was just ready. So uh, you have to be ready. You have to be mentally ready to to bite an endeavor like that. Like that's why it's like important you take the step, the first step to get ready to that point. It takes years to mentally prepare for something like that. And since I was hand drawn, it wasn't like, you know, I had to manually, you know, Marguerite and I, my girlfriend, you know, we uh, Rosio for everybody that knows her in Discord. Uh, we 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 really built it with our own hands. We were we showed up. We showed up. We 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 talked talk, talk. We waited for this moment and we fucking showed up. And it's actually funny. I'll say there's a song we like, um, called driving, fighting in the car. And it's a very, it's a very like Nirvana esque song. And one of the lyrics in the song is like, the guy says, he's like, uh, we'll wake up millionaires in bed, like overnight or something. Like we'll wake up millionaires in bed. And like, I'm getting emotional talking about it because it fucking happened. And it's like, we were ready. We showed up. Like we said it was going to happen and we fucking showed up. We did it. And like, um, so what happened was, is May, when I started drawing the skull kids, I, I know just from a marketing and sales perspective, when something's hot, you fucking ride it. Because if you don't ride the wave, then you lose momentum. So like, that's a very important thing was keeping up with that momentum. So my days starting with skull kids, because it was immediate success, it was immediate fucking success. So I, what do you think that was? Actually, what do you think was the reason, the catalyst? How did you get that success from day one of Skull Kids itself? My people call me Ferris Bueller because I'm always <laughs> in the, at the right time. It's just I got that luck of the Irish. I'm half luck, uh, half Puerto Rican, half Irish. So I, I guess I got that. I don't know what it is, but like I. Uh, I think I manifested, to be honest, I know that's going to sound crazy and like new agey for like everybody, but like, I truly believe I manifested because I manifested for other people too. And, um, I, 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 so what happened was, uh, it was just the perfect storm. It was just the perfect storm. It was one thing after the other. It was, uh, Von Schiller had a, he loved my art and he brought his community over and uh, we just totally vibed with them immediately because it was just our type of people. And it just, that really built like a very strong, like uh, just everyone was getting along. We were all having a good time. Everybody loved the art. And then they realized that like I was, I, I was going to put in the work. You know, I remember Schiller came to me in a DM when I was like at like Skulkin number three or four. And he was like, how do I invest in you? And I was like, I don't know. Like, what do you, like, what do you want to do? You know, like I had no fucking idea. So then, um, what ended up happening was I just had to keep the momentum because, uh, also I had to, I held a responsibility, you know, people invested in me. So like, I couldn't just, I'm not going to take the money and run, you know? So, and I'm living my dream as being an artist. So my, a day for me with skull kids back in May, I slept probably two or three hours a day. You can look back in Discord and see how fucking relentless I was. And when I wasn't sleeping, I was work. I was working. Sorry, I have indigestion. Um, so I was fucking working. So like, um, when I was not sleeping, I was just fucking moving and shaking. So 
I, I would draw to the point where I was like, oh, oh, like my hand, like it would hurt so bad. I had a huge callus on my middle finger. Look, you can kind of see it from here. Yeah, see you still can. Pumps <laughs> out like that just from drawing so much. And like I have a heavy hand, my pressure, I'm very big on line work. So I was like exhausted. Like I was starting to feel like in my chest, like from how like, like just like my pec from like, work, but, like drawing so much. And, um, but I just had the creative book. I sometimes, I, I, for periods of my life, I fall down these holes where like, I feel very creative and artistic, but then there are times I, I don't feel artistic for months. And it's like just your typical man artist. And, um, so, and I had that creative bug and at the same time, everything was happening at the same time, all the Ethereum was coming in. And I was just like, there's no drug in the world that can produce this feeling in my brain right now. And ADHD, you chase dopamine as fast as you can. So I just fell into a hypnotic spell. I don't know what it was. And, and so the way I describe my ADHD is, um, it's like a carousel, right? And it's moving so fast and it never stops. And each horse is an idea or something that I want to say. And like, just like how I forgot what I was saying before, it's sometimes hard to go, oh, wait, 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 the thought's gone. Okay, it'll come back. It'll come back. It'll come back. And then it comes back. But then I have 20 other thoughts. And so sometimes when I get in the zone with something, it slows the carousel down enough that I can get off and stop and enjoy life. And like, that's what it was doing for me is that I was able to, it threw me into such overdrive that I, I just... So I just rolled with it. I just rolled with it. Hours. Ask, ask Marguerite. We'd be up. She'd sleep all night. I would be up. Eyes like this big, still working, drawing. Sleep two hours. Psycho. Like not even. I don't even know what day it is. And then, uh, and then I introduced runes like a psycho. I was drawing like five <laughs> or six skull kids a fucking day, and like just the creativity. I would put Lord of the Rings on from The Hobbit to fucking the end of Lord of the Rings, and just like watch it in one day and just draw. And like. So, um, I would just, uh, fuck, I just lost myself a little bit. And you know, like that's the zone you got to get into when, when you, when, when you get the opportunity. So sometimes opportunity knocks and we're not, we're not ready for it. We're not, we missed the opportunity because we've never even taken the first fucking step, which is why we were saying earlier how important that fucking first step really is. Because when the opportunity comes and you're not ready to become a millionaire overnight, and you're not you're not prepped to to handle that and you you were just all talk and you weren't all work then it's you're going to lose that opportunity but there will be another one that comes up but make sure you're ready for the next one because I've been there I've lost those opportunities because I wasn't in the right spot yeah we all have it's crazy we always feel too late you know we're never too late on anything it's we might miss one thing but there is another wave like obviously web3 what's happening right now is insanely like uh it's an insane amount of opportunity that feels like it's never been before but at the same time there will be something after this like 2020 was a huge opportunity 2021 is a huge opportunity for nfts but it's going to keep going we have we've talked about this sort of separately but we have the early majority there's there's a life cycle for um any sort of adoption of things and what's that the bell, right? Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you have yeah, you have the innovators, the early adopters, then the early majority. We are on the cusp of the early majority. Like people are entering this space who have no idea what's going on, but they hear how awesome it is or they hear how much money's being made or all these amazing communities like Bored Apes and and Skull Kids and like all these other places where people have come together and built something great together and really have this uh community experience. So 
it could feel like maybe right now you're like, ah, it's too late. I missed out. I missed the boat in 2021. Everything's over. PFPs are dead. This is dead. This nothing's dead. Everything is always on the table. It's really, how are you going to grab it and run with it? If that's what you want, if that's what you really want, if it's just money, maybe not the right choice. If it's something because you truly love this, you love the space, you love pursuing this new avenue and you hope to make money from it at the same time. Great. Like that, it might be a perfect fit for you, but Again, I mean, it's not, a, this isn't the right fit for everyone. I mean, Jack is completely wired for this. This is who he is through and through, and he Absolutely. can make this happen. Um, and anyone, like, I really think if you if you want it, you can make it happen. It's going to take time. And it's not a woo-woo thing. It's not like, oh, like like you mentioned, sort of like, uh, like believe it and it happens. Like, it's it's hard to say that because it's, you have to believe in yourself first, of course. Like, you can't worry about everyone else's external uh, belief in you to then have validation. You have to know like, no, what I'm doing is awesome and I can make this. I'm going to go where I want to go. But at the same time, it has to be something you want. It can't be because you see you yeah. see Skrull Kids and you're like, oh, I need to catch up because it's so much better than what I'm doing. Maybe it's not the lane you want. Like maybe there's somewhere else that you want to be, but the opportunity is there to find your lane. Um, it's there and just and not just here in NFTs, but like everywhere. Absolutely. Every- I'm so confident in myself. That I know right now, if I were to go grab three or four of my friends and go and 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 go to Home Depot, buy some chainsaws, buy some 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 axes, I won't even have to sweat. Pay them some money to go do it. Go door knock and get the business. I know that I could probably make at least eighty to eighty five thousand dollars a year in New York just doing that and me drumming up business and paying my paying people to do that. I love that you said that. We've never talked about this, but I always said from day one, I was like, if what I'm doing doesn't work, I'll start mowing lawns, I'll start shoveling snow. I'm gonna start doing all the things that I can walk out my door and just start because like I'm gonna make this happen. I'm not sitting at a desk in an office again. That's not me. It just doesn't work. Right. And same, same. So it's like once you kind of break out of that, it's like really weird. So it's like the way that we are taught in just school and just life and just like you're taught, like go to college, you're taught all the stuff, which you're like, yes, like if you want to do, you know, you if you want to learn something, but like um, they don't teach you how to pilot your own ship. They don't teach you. They don't teach you that you are so powerful. You are so powerful. So one of my closest friends was a Navy SEAL. And uh, he was always this kick-ass dude. He's, he's in our Discord, and he's, like, my best friend. And um, he's one of those five guys I always talk about. And uh, grew up with him, great wrestler, great football player, like, badass, always a badass. But I watched him go and do the hardest thing that you can fucking do on the face of the earth because he just told himself that he, he wouldn't tell himself no. And he, he, he just went and pursued and just – he – he went to college, he's a very smart guy, very, very smart guy, went to college for like a year and a half, met Navy recruiters there at the college, and he was like, I think I'm called to something a little higher than this, and I feel like I can put myself through this amount of crazy shit, this physical strain, I think I can, I think I can do it, I think I can do it, and that's where it started, and he goes, all right. What was his first step? Sometimes the first step isn't like a comfortable step. It's never a comfortable step. What was his first step? To drop out of college. To drop out of college. And then he went to go. I watched him become a Navy SEAL. I watched him go through the training. I watched him lose his himself and rebuild into the... Your mind is so fucking powerful. 
and so amazing. You can literally, I know it's corny, but there's a reason they say it, because you can literally fucking do anything you want to do. We can pilot that. We can make that happen. You are the only one that stops you from doing that. You put yourself into a cage, and sometimes you never get out of it. I've been in that cage. I put myself in there sometimes. We all do it. We all do it. We're all guilty of it. Like, for example, like, the the, the, the entire time I was working on Skull Kids, I got really out of shape. And I was like, well, no wonder. I'm, I'm drawing 19 hours a day. I'm sitting on my ass literally working 20 hours a day. And then I, um, I, I... I was the one who wasn't bringing myself to the gym. I wasn't the one who was taking the time to just take five hours to sleep, to feel rested, to then work out another hour in the morning. I wasn't taking six hours out of my day. That's my fucking fault. To sleep. To sleep and work out. To do things you should be doing. I wasn't doing. And then what that started doing was putting me in this hole where I was like, I don't want to work out. I don't want to go. I don't want to do this. I don't want to get to the gym. I don't want to do this. And then after that first step, after my first pump, after work and not working out for a little bit, I was like, fuck, that feels good. Like, just like feeling myself like it. And so it's just, it's that same, it's beating the shit out of that little voice in your head that wants you to be a little bitch. You just beat, you just beat the piss out of it. You just, you constantly, you bully it. You bully that voice because in reality, that voice is your bully. So like you have to, you have to beat the, you have to rise up above that voice and just beat the shit out of it. And then also when that voice is beating the shit out of you to be fucking relentless and get back up and fight that fucking little voice. And it's like, you, dude, you can, I don't know. Like I, you know what, you know what I always dreamed of was driving around in a brand new Cadillac Escalade. Always been my, always, I'm not a car guy. I don't like fast cars. I don't like going fast. I just want to look like I sell like like half of the world's supply of cocaine. Like I want to look like a badass. I want to look like El Chapo, right? Like so, I, 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 a Cadillac Escalade, a big fucking like I'm, I'm like five seven. What business do I have? My feet wouldn't even touch the ground coming out of that, out of that truck. And it's like, but just, that's always been my dream, right? I have manifested enough money to go buy that in cash right now if I wanted to. And it's like you can do that too. And it's like you, everybody here in this space listening to us right now can fucking do it. And it's like, it takes practice. It takes practice. It's training. It's training your mind. You're rewiring your mind. And uh, there's a bunch of books that are great that can help you. But again, you can't bring the fucking horse to water. You, you can bring the horse to water, but you can't fucking make it drink. You got it. You just got to do it. And and it, this kind of will lead me into, I guess, another story that if you guys know me, um, Pretty well. Uh, before I get into the story, is the camera is the camera working for you, Jeff? Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, I got it back. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. This is all going to be just a work in progress. Like anyone who's watching this later is going to see I have my actual phone on a tripod up to the mic, so it's not going to sound perfect in the uh, in the later recording of this. But this is step one. We have everything figured out for the next one already. We just didn't have it in place yet in time. But yeah. yeah, every step along the way, it'll be a little bit better. But this is it. We're getting started. We'll have music. We'll have a proper intro. We'll probably have some like a dialogue we bounce back and forth with that we sort of uh, have prepared next time. But no, this is it. This is what it looks like to start something. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, this is really bare bones. Like this is we're just doing it. We're trying it. And so that it'll lead me into my next my next portion is where if you guys know me, you guys know this story. And uh, when I was when I was just a young real estate agent, I was like 19, 18 at the time, had no fucking idea what I was doing. And um, that lady who was just teaching me how to be fucking relentless and like uh, she would teach me how to door knock because that, that's huge out here in, uh, in the Hamptons. Maybe not so much with COVID anymore, but 
cold canvassing and cold calling is a very efficient way to drum up sales. But the problem is, is that it is so exhausting because you just get told no all of the time. And especially our millennial generation like that. It's like, I am, I'm a pretty fearless guy when it comes to certain shit. Like I, I, I'm, I'm pretty like nothing really startles me until I get an unmarked fucking phone call number. I'm like, I'm not, I, I don't know why it gives me so much anxiety, but like, so I, uh, so something that Kim taught me was to like, get, you know, like, introduce yourself you're selling yourself it doesn't matter whether it's skull kids solar panels a house whatever you're selling you you're selling jack davidson so how do you sell jack davidson and so selling jack davidson taught me the technique of door knocking there's like a whole science behind it so whenever you get door knock know that if they're a good salesperson what they do is they knock wait for you to before you come to the door you take three steps back so you're not in their personal space you put your arms behind your back so you're not trying to show you're not showing them anything you're not you're just there to say hi hey what's up my name's jack so she would teach me the art of door knocking so she would drop me off on dune road in uh in the hamptons dune road it's like all the fucking celebrities live there it's like uh all the beaches like clubs like it's fun. everything you hear of from the hamptons is dune road and it's like that's where a lot of the money is it stretches from west hampton all the way to fucking montauk which is like it's it's a long, it's a long strip on Long Island. It's the East End. It's the richest fucking area in the world. So, um, I grew up in the scrappy little area of it. I didn't grow up in a rich area, but, um, so she would drop me off on Dune Road and it's like a fucking 10 mile strip and it would take me a couple days to hit every house, but she would drop me off and she would say, you don't come back until you get, until you get a yes. You don't come back. You don't stop door knocking until you get a yes. And it would stress me out. I'd be like, really? It's like, eight hours of this shit like holy fuck and like she wasn't even looking to make money off of that she was looking to uh haze me a little bit to show me how hard it is and like so she would drop me off i would what business i'm covered in tattoos i'm 19 years old at the time i was probably my nose was probably stuffed from the night before of me just shoving drugs in it at the local nightclub and like i was just what the fuck business did i have there what, what, what did I know? What did I know about selling million dollar houses besides just knowing how to just sell myself? I didn't, I didn't, but she just told me to introduce myself, drop my card off or not even drop my card card off, but show my face and just say, and be sincere. So I would do that. And I'd, Hey, what's up? My name's Jack. I'm a new real estate agent in the area. How are you doing? Boom. Door gets literally slammed in my face. Go fuck me. Fuck myself. Okay. You got that next door again. Fuck me. Okay. See ya. And I would get told no constantly. And Kim would always tell me, there we go, Doxner again. She would, <laughs> would always tell me, she'd go, get out there and knock until your fucking knuckles are white. You get out there. It doesn't matter if they tell you no. Just What's the worst they tell you? No, get out there. Go to the next door. What if that's a yes? What if that next door is a yes? When then what if the one after that's two yeses in a row? I've gotten those before. But it's not normally the first time you knock it. It's, it's the fifth or sixth time you knock it. And they go, oh my God, Jack. All right, all right, we know you by name now. What, what can I do for you? So what you can do for me is you just take my business card and put it in your fridge. You can pick your fucking teeth with it for all I care, but I'm so glad you just remembered my name. So then what happens after that is just years of doing that, showing your face in the deli. Hey, what's up? Remembering people's names, knowing where people live. You've knocked until your knuckles are white. You've tried everything you can try. And then what happens is, is you'll get, at some point, that will pay off. I had some lady contact me three years after giving me a huge listing that, you know, it was, I was co-listed with my broker, you know, I was like, we had to get split 10 different ways. It wasn't like anything crazy. Well, it was pretty crazy. It was a big deal, but it was like, um, she called me back. She was an old 90 year old woman that I, I, I knocked on her door like twice. And I, I, I left my 
my card in her mailbox one time, like in the, in the fucking thing. I'm pretty sure that's illegal, but I did that in the thing. And she called me back and I made a huge commission on that. And that, that built my skeleton that built my skeleton. And I, I was so young. I was 20 at the time. And I said, wow, I, that did work. I knocked until my knuckles were fucking white and my shoes hurt. I blistered, I blisters on my fucking feet. I was dressed in real estate attire, walking on fucking beach, beachfront property in 90 degree weather in the Hamptons, sweating, looking like crap. My fucking shoes hurt. I'm wearing wingtip shoes. Like I'm at, <laughs> but it built such character because it made me fearless. So now I'm confident enough to know that if I just go out there, no matter whether it be skull kids, whether it be whatever, if I go out there and knock until my knuckles are white, I'm going to drum up some kind of business. I'm going to drum up some kind of attention. I'm going to drum up something. And like, it doesn't even necessarily need to always be a financial gain. Knock until your knuckles are white is is a uh, mentality thing. It's a, it's a it's a mindset that you put yourself into. That I'm not, knock until your knuckles are white, right? Or how about what we were just saying before? Get the fuck back up. Get the fuck back up. Every no you got was just a punch in the face. Okay? By the time you're done knocking on every door there, your face is going to be a little fucked up. But you still got up. And you still did it. And you took that first step. And you knocked. And you knocked. And you knocked. And then eventually, when you get that yes, or if we're speaking in fighting terms, you bob and you weave and you fucking knock that asshole out. That's a huge win. That's a huge fucking win. So it's... it's uh. We really are the captains of our own destiny. And it's just, we are just always put in these little cages. We put it, we put ourselves in these cages and it's like, break out of that shit. You have an idea? Fucking go for it. What's the worst they tell you? No. What's the worst that happens? Like that, that you just have to try over again. You know how much money I've lost trying dumb shit, <laughs> trying to flip that, trying to do that. Yeah. But what I learned was, was how to sell things. I learned how to, I learned how to move and shake. I remember I, I started a drone marketing business when I was selling real estate. And it was when I was in the beginning of that real estate phase and I didn't have any money. I had nothing. I didn't have a pot to fucking piss in. But what did I do? I went out to Best Buy. I believed in myself enough. I took out a little credit card loan. They only approved me for like 2000 bucks or something like that. Loaded it up with all with a drone and a camera. I didn't even know how to use either of those things. But I taught myself how to use them. I door knocked every door and said, hey, I'm a real estate agent that also offers digital marketing now. And that quadrupled my business and then i started becoming i started teaching real estate offices how to market with drones and how, before anybody was really doing it how to market with photography and how to utilize facebook and instagram strategies to, to funnel and target demographic areas so you can keep track of, of of who's clicking what and who's watching what and how many times they watched it rather than just putting your ad in a fucking newspaper and saying bye and and me using it to pick my fucking teeth after i eat breakfast so I was able to utilize a service that I knew nothing about just by getting up and doing it, by going to Best Buy and buying a fucking drone. Yeah, that so is I, so important. So important. Like, I would always say, like, I don't have uh, business. I don't have hobbies. I have businesses because everything I do turns into some sort of business. And it's like along those same lines, it's really funny because for me, for a while, I was a portrait and wedding photographer. No reason, okay. except I was I was posting photos taken with like an iPhone 3GS or whatever on Facebook. Someone reached out and said, I like your photos. Would you shoot our wedding? I'm like, okay. I had sure. no clue. I didn't know what I was doing. I had never used anything but a point and shoot. Like I had never used a DSLR, went out, bought a DSLR. The money that I got paid, paid for that DSLR. Spent yeah, yeah. eight months learning, practicing, doing everything I possibly could. Cause but also you, making thousands of 
thousands of dollars probably too, right? Yeah, like it was a little bit of money because I had to pay for the deer, you know, but a little bit of profit, but that set me up then to go down the path. But I spent months, months grinding and figuring out, okay, how do you shoot with the DSLR? How do you take right. good photos, good portraits, good, just everything, event, uh, like reportage kind of whatever, photography, because I had no clue, but I'm not going to mess up this person's wedding. That's a one-time shot. If I don't get that photo, like the photo that they need, I'm screwed. They'll be pissed. They'll be so upset. Right. And like, it yeah. would crush someone. So like just diving in and going though. And yeah. like the number of times that happens is far more than I think people realize. Like nothing is set in stone. We don't have some path ahead of us. It's not like, it's not like Jack Davidson was destined to be doing Skull Kids and NFTs. No, no, no. You took, you took every little scrap you had along the way and you made it happen. And this is where you are today, right now, tomorrow, who knows? There's, there's just like, there's, there's just infinite possibilities that you could just get into. It's just a matter of you taking a step to do one of those infinite possibilities. It's like, no matter, and then uh, if you, it, it, it doesn't matter what way you look at it, at the end of that possibility, it's like, you're going to win. And mm-hmm. that's the way you always have to view it, is that I'm going to win no matter what I touch. And like, that's why I'm Ferris Bueller. Like, I literally, I walk into gold all the time, cow piles of it, and I don't even mean to do it. And, like, I just am super lucky. And, like, I believe that, like I said, like, I just believe it's going to happen. So, luckily, with the camera thing, I had Paul, because he's a phenomenal photographer, so he always kind of, like, he showed me. I've just been around him for my whole life, and he was always interested in it. So, I kind of, like, just knew what stuff to buy because of him, and then he actually would help me shoot some of these listings. So, our dirty street rat asses were in these six million dollar houses and like just like act cool dude act cool like you know like (laughs) i I can send you videos of stuff that we've shot but um it took me one week to pay off that loan back to best buy with the drone i got a job within one week and was able to pay paul too because he helped me out so i didn't make anything that one job but i made enough to to both give paul profit and to give and to give myself a drone and a camera and then so on and so forth, and, and, and it went really well. Here, I'll show, I'll send you right now. I don't know if you, if you want to put it up in the, uh, in the space. I don't know how to do that, Matt. If you have a link to it, if you tweet it out, I can just add it to the top there. But yeah, we're, we're getting close to wrapping up now. We're just doing an hour, an hour every week. So if anyone has any questions, raise your hand. I've never hosted one of these events before, but I assume I'll see it pop up. If you have a question, raise your hand. Happy to, happy to answer anything. And something that's really important, really valuable or any sort of community, anything that you're building like this is the shared language. You see a lot of people uh, tweeting things with different hashtags for different communities. And um, it's it's something that I'd love to have for this show. Like if you have any ideas, like what the hashtag should be for Relentless, should be for what we're doing. Maybe it's something along the lines of knock until your knuckles or what. Something, something that fits where it's this in-group kind of thing. We all know what we're talking about because we see it go through. No, no, it's not good. But yeah, yeah, like we see it go through. Um, and then we know like, oh, this person is part of the in-group. If you have any ideas, tweet to me, tweet to Jack. Let us know what you think because this is a collaborative experience, what we're creating here. And we want to we want to do this together. We're building something collectively yes. here with this show and helping you grow, helping other people grow. And yeah, there's just so much opportunity. So should we open the mic and request people? Oh, yeah. We yeah, for some- sure. Yeah, so let me... Really quickly before we get into that, I uh-huh. shared a link. That's the video to my uh, just one video I used to introduce myself and paid it for Facebook advertising. I just tweeted about it if you guys want to watch it, just to show you like I did. Paul and I did all that, and like I didn't know anything about real estate at the time, and I just made that and would pay for advertising on it. And 
and ended up being really successful. So sometimes it's just good to just get out there and do it. So, all yeah, right, I, just, so I just threw that up top. So it's in the in the actual Twitter feed right now. We'll see it and let it let's open this up. So here we go. So swole, you're up. Just a second once it connects. This is one of this is one of my uh, my devs for War Kids. This is one of my people from War Kids. What's up, dude? Uh, hey, I just wanted to hear your beautiful voice and say I love you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I love what you guys are doing. And I will be here every week. Absolutely. And give me that Poe app. Where do I get the fucking Poe app? Oh, <laughs> yeah, we got to give that. We got to give that code, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, we do gotta give- so here we'll take one more. It was funny when I, yeah, when I was in Miami, uh, like everywhere we went for our basil, everyone's like, "Where's the fucking Po app? Is, do you have a Po app? Where's the Po app?" We were like scanning QR codes all over the city. Uh, it was really funny. <laughs> nice. I felt like I was twelve. Awesome. Yeah, it's funny. I actually did a graphic the other day. What's that? What is the Po app? Should we give it to him now? Just- sure. Yeah. So if you go to, if you download your app, or if you have the app already installed, I should say, you just want to open it up. You want to click the mint button in the lower right corner, and then you'll see secret word. So the secret word for today, maybe it's a given, but it's community milk. So all one word, all lowercase, community milk. And once you type that in, you just hit mint, and it will drop that POAP into your POAP wallet. So it's in the on the phone. You'll see it pop up. You'll have Mickey. It might take a second for it to show actually in there but you have that absolutely free it's just a thank you for watching the show and being a part of it or listening and interacting every week we're going to do one so mickey is the one that's the the origin of all of it there's only 100 though so if you want to jump on jump on right now and i wanted to test it so there's actually only 99 because i have one in my wallet now but i wanted to be sure everything was good and ready to go because i wouldn't want anyone to run in any trouble but yeah and like we'll sort of help you figure out more later if you wanted to like bridge it Absolutely. over and after this hop right in discord jeff and i are in there yeah. you pick either one of us we'll, we'll be able to if you have any questions about how to redeem it or whatever mm-hmm. but um all right so we have jesus or jesus uh yeah one more here so here we go speaker okay yeah we're connecting now so as soon as you're there you can unmute your mic and uh yeah ask the question whatever you got whatever you got on your mind what's going on
Um, but yeah, you'll, you should be connecting in just a second. And you can speak as soon as you uh, connect and unmute your mic. All right, Ian, I think you're you're live. You just got to unmute your mic whenever you have whenever you want to talk. There you go. Yeah, hey guys. Hello. So, I'm about to start a podcast and I was just wondering like just some few tips on like how to be confident on camera and all that. Yeah, confidence on camera. That is that is a great question. That is so challenging. Like I, so this isn't me. Jack is more the like front of camera performer. Like everything I've done for the last decade is behind the scenes like literally behind the scenes like yeah. never visible but like just so real quick for me and then i want you to jump in jack and like sort of explain your perspective but from someone who isn't a front of camera person like the, the person who's operating the camera more than in front of it again like it's gonna we're gonna be repetitive we're gonna be saying the same thing over and over again but it really is doing it and getting started like i'm still anxious about doing this kind of stuff. I've been doing my own. I have two other podcasts, they're video podcasts. I put a lot of production and work into it and I'm in front of the camera for the whole episode. And it's been two years and I feel like I'm just now getting more comfortable with it. But there's so many times I don't do things. I don't create videos. I don't do the things that I want to do and I know can be really valuable because it's me holding myself back. So like the best thing from like an introvert, from someone who wouldn't really be like, the life of the party, the person who's like running the show. Um, like, like Jack, you've mentioned before, like you'll like at a table, you want to command all the attention. You know, yes. you're the one telling the jokes, making everyone laugh. Yeah. I'm the one in the corner listening. I'm the one laughing. <laughs> and like, I want everyone to like have a great time and I'll do what I can to help people like feel included. But I'm not the like center of attention ever. But really, I really think it's that getting started. The getting started is so, so important, but not even just recording. Like say you're doing a video, you want to post it on YouTube. You have to post that on YouTube. Like, just like promise us if you're gonna do like the first video you do, promise us you post it on YouTube. Tag us. Like, shoot us a, a DM or at reply. Let us know. Send us the link, and like we'll check it out and like just just get out there and like get started. We can even when you do that. We could then give you better constructive criticism too if it, if if you're looking for help. But yeah, that was so good what you said, Jeff. Because it's like from an introvert's perspective, like I'm not introverted at all. So mm -hmm. like. The introvert's perspective, like, that is great. Like, that's great advice. Like, publicly speaking, like, that's a scary thing. But so I, for confidence, like, I grew up, um, I was, I, I've been a musician most of my life. So I, growing up as a kid, I always performed. Um, I've got quite a set of pipes on me. I could sing pretty well. And uh, I've, I've done plays. I've done voice work. I've done a lot of different stuff throughout my life and performed and like I love stand-up comedy and I love just like Jeff said like I my favorite thing is dictating a room so it's like very natural for me to get in front of a camera uh or I want to be I want to be. you know what I mean like it's like I I want to be the poster in the bedroom you know it's like I want to be so it, it's I I think it, it there's a there's a joie de vivre that you that you need to have about yourself that it's like you you need to command the attention you, you need to absorb the attention um, and so I'm very big on voice work and something that I would say that can keep people invigorated if you aren't going to show your face and you're going to do like just like a, an audio podcast is that uh, use your voice. We have so much with this thing that we can we just high low. You can really just really 
fucking you fucking tell somebody something and you can really hear when somebody's <laughs> yeah. trying to fucking tell you something and like use it use that use that power like use that that flexibility use like practice that like you know before i got on camera with jeff i was just like doing like like anchorman like in the beginning like when he's like how now brown cow how now brown cow <laughs> but like i'm making noises like i'm doing I'm, I'm prepping like you know loosen up like um sometimes like i'd recommend like take one shot of tequila take one shot of tequila just get your blood hot. And then, like, also, what about, like, uh, some advice I could give would be if you put the camera on and, like, it was just you. Just practice. Nobody's watching. Just record it and just talk about it. And if it was good, the things that you recorded, you know, like, don't uh, – you just save it for the archive and you just have it forever. But I would say practice. Just practice speaking. And uh, you have nobody – You have who the fuck do you got to be scared of? You got nobody to be scared of. Well, Andy, you make – one more thing, too. Yeah, because also when you start out, the a lot of people, they get caught up like, oh, people are going to see this. So many people are going to judge me and think all of these things. Honestly, when we start with anything, nobody sees it. Like, like we, we expect <laughs> so much. Yeah, you want people to see it, but it is so hard to get anyone to show up to, to put the time in to be like, oh, I'm going to spend a minute, an hour, whatever it is on this video, on this content. So it actually... It, I think it helped me too, because I knew when I was starting my podcast, or like my first one, the video and everything, basically no one was listening. Like I would share it out, like some people would listen, but honestly, I was just doing it. And I still to this day don't even think that anyone's listening. So when people do reach out, it always sort of shocks me just a little bit. But this is the first time I am live on something. I haven't done anything like this. So this is this is different. It's a learning experience for me too. But yeah, so Ian, like this is... I, I really hope you get out there and like just start just start recording like what do you how do you feel sorry we've we've completely dominated this but how do you feel sort of about just getting out there and just putting your first thing out there um like personally i'm a, I'm a i don't give a fuck person but like there's that kind of mindset that i have that if i don't give a fuck it becomes too extreme and sometimes it can be dangerous <laughs> here i actually yeah. have for that so that not giving a fuck thing beautiful i actually have a book it's somewhere in here it's called the subtle art of not giving a fuck that is such but a great I, book a great book fantastic book you could really hear that guy's voice but um not giving a fuck can look very many different ways not giving a fuck it can look violent it can look scary and it can look like somebody doesn't give a fuck about their life but there's also not giving a fuck about like i don't give two fucks if any of you don't buy my art i don't give two fucks i don't lose sleep over it yeah. I, know you fucking people i don't even know you people so what do i have to lose I, I i don't give a fuck what i give a fuck about is that you guys got something out of this that you guys were able to to digest something out of it i give a fuck about that but there are things to give a fuck about and to not give a fuck about and there there's truly an art to it and it's like if you can reel it in from not giving a fuck to the point where it's like oh i don't give a fuck i'm just not gonna do it like that sucks like don't give that much of don't like <laughs> yeah. that less but like if you can change that not giving a fuck, like today I tried something new in the gym and I knew everybody, like all the beef heads in there were probably just like looking at me like I was an idiot. And like, I was like, I don't care. I'm trying, I'm trying to learn something new. I don't care. I'm trying to learn. So I don't give a fuck. Look at me because after I'm doing this for the next three or four months and my back is fucking three times the size of yours, you're going to be asking what that fucking workout was that I was doing that looked a little dumb. So um, that's the not give a fuck that you should give the not give a fuck that benefits you that benefits you as a human being and not not necessarily in a selfish way, but not giving a fuck that it's like, 
I don't care what it takes to get there. I don't give a fuck what it takes to get there. There it is. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Yeah, so thanks, Ian. We'll do one more question because we're running a little over time. But we have uh, Bernard here just adding you right now. And once you're connected, just unmute and you're ready to go. Hey there, you there? Okay, so for anyone who um, didn't jump on the Poe app yet, again, the code is community milk, all one word, just all lowercase. You just open the Poe app app, you hit mint, um, you type in the secret code, and then you can mint it and it'll show up in your wallet. And you could bridge it to Ethereum and do all these things, but it's just in your wallet. It's just absolutely free. No one pays any gas and you're you're ready to go with that Poe app, that little ticket for being here today. And it, like, we really want to thank you for joining us and giving yeah. your time because this is... This is a big ask. I mean, you just spent an hour. So many of you just spent a, a complete hour with us. And like this is attention is sort of the greatest, um, the greatest gift, the greatest thing that we can share because our attention is limited. We only have so much time on this planet, so much time in a day, so much time to achieve what we want to do. So we are infinitely grateful for all the time that you just gave us today. And we really hope that that you got something out of this and you could uh, swing back around next week because we're going to do this every week. This is it. We're we're not stopping. I mean, if if the name says anything, we're going to keep going on this and it's going to get better week after week. And we want to help each and every one of you achieve what you're trying to achieve, because there's no reason why you can't. Absolutely. And uh, I would say if you guys had any further questions, uh, you just want to know a little bit about like our like our lifestyle, my project's lifestyle, which is basically uh, cohesive with this. Um Hop in disc, like really, like ask questions, like fucking, it's really, it's like, don't be scared to get in there. Uh, and we're, we're there all day long. So, um, yeah, again, I'm just going to tail Jeff with saying that. Thank you all for coming. Like, we really appreciate that. Like, that's, that's the reason we're doing it is we just, you never know. You never know whose life you're going to change. So, uh, it's just. Yeah. Awesome. And Bernard, if you're there, feel free to chime in now. Okay. Looks like you might've. Might have lost you, but yeah. Thanks again, everyone, and you can uh, yeah you can find that Poe app, and I think that'll be be a wrap for today. And next week we're gonna have a little more. I uh, will have music and everything mixed from the board, which is gonna be kind of fun. Like we're gonna have it's gonna be more of a full on like podcast experience. So yeah. um, actually, you know, we do have one more request. Let's get our favorite iguana in here. Oh, yeah, we gotta gotta say hi. What's up, iguana? Oh, you're muted right now. Whenever you're unmuted, feel free to chat. Is it on now? There you go. Yeah, on. What's up, buddy? What's up, bros? Thanks for coming. No problem. I literally just started, so I'm going to be that annoying asshole. What did I miss? <laughs> That's all right. We're just ending now, but uh, Jeff will we'll have a pre-recorded thing that you can watch uh, for the first thing. And uh, the the Poe app the Poe app code is community milk. I think all lowercase. If you yeah. wanna if you wanna claim it, so. We'll put the link in disc if there's any left for, for anybody in disc to grab it. So Yeah, and you uh, can watch this back on YouTube. So youtube.com slash Jeff Saris. My name's right well, let's say it. My name's right on the screen. You're not seeing this right now. But yeah. Um you'll find the link in my bio and everything on Twitter. But yeah, you'll be able to listen back as much as you want. And again, yeah. Thanks everyone. Like thank you so much for being here and we really hope we can uh, see you next week. Yeah, definitely. We really, guys, we're we're gonna and then we're gonna start doing like more structured series and today was just kind of a getting our toes wet so we're gonna have some 
just really great shit for you guys. Like, fucking feed your brain with good stuff. And there's a lot of bad shit in this space, so you can always guarantee that this 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 is a safe spot for you guys to get some good shit. Yeah, so. safe space. All right, that's all. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Sweet. So, yeah, we'll see you all next time. And, yeah, just hit us up on Twitter or Discord if you have any questions. Yeah, so one last thing, everybody. Uh, if you could take one thing from today... Take that first step and get out there and knock until your fucking knuckles are white. Like, get out there and just fucking knock. Just knock, knock, knock. What's the worst they tell you, no? So, uh, yeah, everyone have a great day. Thank you all for coming. See ya.